Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. There is a vanity that takes place on earth, that there are righteous people to whom it happens according to the deeds of the wicked, and there are wicked people to whom it happens according to the deeds of the righteous. I said that this also is vanity, and I commend joy. For man has nothing better under the sun but to eat and drink and be joyful. For this will go with him in his toil through the days of his life that God has given him under the sun. When I applied my heart to know wisdom and to see the business that is done on earth, how neither day nor night do one's eyes see sleep, then I saw all the work of God, that man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun. However much man may toil in seeking, he will not find it out. Even though a wise man claims to know, he cannot find out. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to be God. God. We we should have recorded what we were just talking about prior to uh, starting this recording <laughs> yeah. because there's so many great thoughts yeah. on, yeah. So on many this you could day's reading mm. in Ecclesiastes. Uh, I think this first part here, there's vanity that takes place on earth. Uh, and he basically goes on and he says, I'm going to really, really paraphrase this, but you know, bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people. Yeah. And it's easy at that point to get real frustrated with God because there's something in, uh, I think not just modern day Christianity, but maybe all through history of, well, if I'm honoring God or trying to, I feel like things should go well with me. Mm -hmm. And if you're bad, things should go bad with you. Mm -hmm. And at that point, if I really think that I've really started to question God. Yeah. And I, if I'm getting, if I'm being transparent, not only am I questioning God, I'm thinking I might could do it a little better than him. Mm. I don't really trust the wisdom mm. of God. So what do y'all think about this first little part here? This whole bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people and the wisdom of God and all of that. Mm -hmm. I think we had some thoughts a second ago. Yeah. Well, first of all, he, he frames this all up as there is a vanity that takes place on earth. Mm -hmm. Keep mentioning this, but that word Hebel or Hebel uh, in Hebrew is vapor. There is a vapor that takes place on earth. There's a vapor on this earth. I think that that is very helpful because right after he says this, you know, he says like good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. Well, like that kind of sucks. But where does he, he go after that? And I commend joy for man has nothing, you know, how, how does he get there? Like, mm -hmm. shouldn't, shouldn't that lead to despair or frustration and not joy? But it's all framed up, and especially in light of yesterday's passage, that ultimately things will go well for those who fear God. Mm -hmm. This this broken justice system that we live under on Earth, mm -hmm. um, where this is this sad reality is true, this is a vapor that mm -hmm. is is momentary and not, is not ultimate reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I just saw the scripture where it's basically who are we to say to the potter, mm. you know, Why the clay to say the potter, what are you doing? Yeah. If you actually yeah. sit back and think about who we are in comparison to who he is. And then how that also ties really well to the very end of this passage, when he's talking about wisdom and sort of searching out things under the sun, he says, 
Um, then I saw all the work of God that man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun. However much man may toil in seeking, he will not find it out. Even though a wise man claims to know, he cannot find it out. And again, that comparison of the wisdom of man versus the wisdom of the Lord. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about first Corinthians one, where it says, where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? And just mm. God in his, you know, complete power and complete wisdom that we truly don't even have the minds to comprehend that any wisdom that we may claim to have on this earth just pales in comparison to that. Mm. Um, and how we just ultimately anything that we think we know or we think we know better, like you're saying, Thomas, we simply don't. And he's the right. potter and we're the right. clay. Yeah. It, it's Jesus is so direct with this in the Sermon on the Mount when he says, God causes the rain to, sh to, to rain on the righteous and the unrighteous and mm. he causes the sun to shine on the righteous and the unrighteous. And he makes no qualms about it. He says, God does this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, it's almost in your face enough where it's like, can you deal with that? Can you deal mm -hmm. with the truth that God is sovereign? And he mm -hmm. let bad people have a good day. And he let bad mm -hmm. people, or he let good people have a bad day. Did I say that twice? Anyway, you know no, what I mean? He let, <laughs> he, let, he let them both have good days and both have bad days. Yeah. And Jesus doesn't make any apologies for it. And he has seen the Father face to face. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. He he is the the second member of the Trinity. I mean, he, Jesus knows God is good. He mm -hmm. knows that He is good. The plans are good. He holds the future, and mm -hmm. we have to trust that each day, no matter how it appears to me, with the treatment of myself or other people, people that fear God or don't fear God, that the Lord really is in charge and He is working yeah. out good things according to His plan. Which mm. makes me think about that whole Job scene that yes. that is such a powerful scene. You know, Job is going through this. I mean, he mm -hmm. is he is like, oh boy, this is not. Look at all this bad stuff that's happened to me, and really bad stuff happened to him. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord at the very end says, "Job, gird yourself up like a man, and mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you some things about me." Mm -hmm. And then he asks him, "Where were you?" When I, where were you when I set the boundaries to the sea? Yeah. Where were you when I put the stars in the sky? And all yeah. of a sudden Job is like, I mean, you can imagine he is just humbled to the core yeah. there. It's just a powerful scene. Those last couple of chapters in the book of Job where Job is having to wrestle with, okay, am I going to choose joy? Mm -hmm. Which is what Solomon commands. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Very humbling. Yeah. There's, there's a sense of surrender that mm -hmm. we're called to. And I think that's really what this joy is rooted in, mm -hmm. you know, with Ecclesiastes that that whole passage about like, there's a time for everything. I think what is really being said there is we're going to see it all in this life. Mm -hmm. We're going to see justice. We're going to see injustice. We're going to see weeping. We're going to see laughter. Mm -hmm. We're going to see famine. We're going to see bounty. And, if you t attach your peace of mind to knowing what's going on, mm. that is, that is vanity. Like you're, yeah. you're not going to, mm -hmm. and you're not going to be happy in your fool's errand. Mm -hmm. And so the alternative is just to trust that ultimately it does go well with the righteous, mm -hmm. but in this land that we're living in, there is a vapor, there's mm -hmm. a vanity over it. 
in which we will see it all. And mm-hmm. I would say the comfort that we have that uh, the preacher of Ecclesiastes does not have is that we have the perfect man, the perfect righteous man mm-hmm. who suffered the ultimate price of wickedness. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yet without sin. And, you know, earlier, I can't remember where, which, uh, which passage, but one of he, the preacher kind of breaks into these proverbs in one section. And one of them is about how there's no righteous man and yeah. no one understands without sin. Well, now there is one and yet mm-hmm. he is born this weight, this, um, this stress that the preacher is bearing to, to a degree that he will never know. He is a perfect man bearing all of this curse and yet with joy set before him the joy of reclaiming us and so as we suffer through we can hide in him Mm. that's very good there as you're saying that i'm reminded of the very end of the book of job because there's something that happens when you wrestle with these really existential questions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like why is it going well for them it's not going well for me why is this or why don't they get justice or and, and when you come to the place of really trusting the Lord and resting in that, mm-hmm. there is a joy. And I think that we see that in the end of Job, where Job says after the Lord really kind of dresses him down and shows him that he's boss and that he's good. Uh, and Job, there's a reason for all this. Job says something so interesting. He said, I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. And therefore, mm-hmm. I repent. I despise myself and I repent in dust and ashes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something ab- about the intimacy we have with God that grows so much, but it doesn't grow until we've seen God show up in the moments that we question him most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, the, the author of Ecclesiastes had seen the Lord show up in multiple, multiple ways, and this is near the end of his life, and he, he's able to say, So I command joy Mm -hmm. when you have these moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this has been another fun day, great day to study the book of Ecclesiastes. It's been wonderful being with all of you. For Will Carlisle and Katie Dickens, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.